Welcome to the Glow Girl Podcast, your go-to source for learning how to work with your cycle and optimize your hormones, gut health, and metabolism to get the results that you want. I'm your host, Alyssa Curl, an online holistic nutritionist and personal trainer who's helped hundreds of women take charge of their internal and physical health so they can get to the root cause of their imbalances and achieve their fitness goals without the crazy protocols or the restrictive diets. Like many women, I've had my fair share of hormonal imbalances, gut issues, and I struggled with disordered eating for years, which is why I made it my mission to help women like you avoid the same mistakes I made, because you can live a healthy lifestyle and practice balance at the same time. And you're next. Grab a glass of wine or your favorite mocktail and get comfy, because it's time to glow, girl. Hello, hello. What is up, girly pops? Welcome back to another episode of the Glow Girl podcast. I hope you guys are all having an amazing week so far. Happy October, by the way. I know we're we're about like a what a week or two now into October. I don't even know anymore. But um, I hope you guys are all having an amazing start to your fall. I don't know about where you guys live at, but <laughs> I swear every every October my mind you know switches from summer to fall. Like in my mind, I'm like, hey, it's fall. Cool start to break out the the warm jackets and you know the flannels and sweatpants and you know it's time to be like cozy and we get hit every year with a massive heat wave in october like all of a sudden it goes from being like 90s in like the summer and then like it'll drop down for like a week or two and like tease us and then it'll skyrocket to like 90s and 100s again for basically the whole October until the end of the month when it finally cools down so it's it's weird we have no fall weather over here right now and it's gonna go immediately from hot to straight cold which I love (laughs) so that's what we're dealing with but I hope that you guys are all having like great fall weather and you guys are getting like you know the leaves changing and you get to wear all your cute fall clothes Uh, I, I live for fall fashion like that's my favorite thing about fall I think so I'm I'm really bummed that we go straight from summer to winter essentially but I digress and I hope you guys you know have basically got your your October goals together you guys know how how much I love setting new goals every single month and reflecting on the past month as well so you know let me know like how did how did September go for you guys did we crush it or were there things that we needed to work on are we going into October feeling energetic and like ready to crush it or are we still kind of feeling like that end of the year dread where we're like oh my god I said I was gonna do this in January and now it's October and I still haven't started on it or I gave up on it like just because we only have two or three months left of 2023 does not necessarily mean that you can't start on a specific goal or try again or you know continue to work towards that big goal like why wait until January of 2024 to start your new goals right we can easily get a head start on our new year's goal right now we still have a little less than 90 days left of 2023 like let's make those those days count right so if you're maybe getting down yourself because you don't know you know how to handle the rest of the year you don't feel like it's even worth 
working towards your goals anymore you know the holidays are coming up we're getting a little bit stressed maybe like just remember that take things day by day like don't worry about being perfect just worry about being one percent better every single day and i still firmly believe that you can set goals for this month and keep working towards that bigger end goal whether that's fat loss whether that's building muscle whether that's healing your hormones getting better gut health like we can still actively work through all these and work towards these goals even during the holidays even if you know the last 10 months weren't the best or you tried and you know maybe fell off the wagon a little bit like you still have time and remember that health is a lifelong commitment like this is something that we want to continue to focus on forever right so that we can be independent when we're when we grow old and we can walk around and get off the toilet by ourselves so you know there's no timeline for your goals yes it's good to have you know a a start date and an end date for specific goals but like there's no there's no actual timeline okay it's you versus you so just remember that but anyways (laughs) um before we head into today's episode let us start with some uh wins and some one percent betters from this week so when i will say i know last week was kind of a similar win but i'm just i'm starting to feel like myself again which is fantastic might i add (laughs) i'm only you know like maybe two weeks now into my supplement protocol um i've been you know trying to eat on top of my supplement protocol i have been trying to eat like a more anti-inflammatory diet i've been trying to limit gluten dairy i've basically cut out alcohol for almost the past three weeks um and caffeine as well and i've been making sure to like get to bed at a certain time i've been letting myself sleep in for um the past couple of weeks i've taken you know three weeks off of the gym now and just you know allowing my body to fully you know recover and and just taking this healing phase seriously and you know while again i still have quite a bit of ways to go in this healing phase i'm i'm already starting to feel like i have a little bit more energy back i'm sleeping a lot better um my face is fucking glowing (laughs) like let me just tell you oh my gosh i i'm you know pretty near my period again um and this last period versus like this period as far as like luteal phase goes and and how my skin is doing my skin is much much better this month and um even though my period is coming in like the next couple of days i i mean knock on wood i don't want to jinx it but like i have yet to have a pretty bad pms symptom usually like the week before my period i am bloated i am moody as shit like poor casey i he has to run and and hide in a hole because i am so moody (laughs) um and you know my stress would be uh really high my sleep would be really shitty i would be breaking out i would be craving everything and you know all all the different things and so far none of that has happened so fingers crossed for me that we continue on this path and things are just going to continue to go up from here um and then one percent better for this week is i do really want to get back into the gym i still need to take it fairly easy with myself in the gym um and you know go a lot lighter with the weight take things a lot just easier as far as like frequency intensity all that stuff because i am in a healing phase and i can't you know push myself too much in the gym like i'd want to just because my body needs that break but i do you know want to get back into the gym to start focusing on like mobility and form and you know just trying to get some extra movement in now that my body is feeling a little bit better so 
Um, my goal for this week for 1% better is just trying to, you know, get into the gym Monday through Friday, um, you know, doing some light strength training at least three days a week. And then the other days I want to focus on stretching, yoga, all of that good stuff, just again, to, to make sure that my body is moving, but, you know, keeping it a little bit on like the lower impact side. So those are my ones and 1% betters from this week, which kind of tie into today's episode. Um, but as always, please feel free to send me your wins and your 1% betters from the week. I love supporting you guys and hearing what you guys are also working on and, you know, what's going well. And I love connecting with you guys. So please feel free to, to DM me on Instagram and let me know. So let's hop into today's episode. So, you know, as I was just kind of talking about how I had to take it easy in the gym right now. Let us talk about, you know, the this trend that is going around about cycle syncing your workouts and, you know, if you should actually be cycle syncing your workouts, okay? So if if you don't know, like, what the method of cycle syncing workouts is, or I'm sure you've heard of it, but maybe, you know, you're a little bit curious about it, and I've been getting this question asked so frequently recently between clients and you know some of you guys as followers and and things like that so I just wanted to give my hot take on this um and you know kind of debunk some myths because I know that you know all of the like wellness influencers and even some people who like consider themselves hormone experts are really you know shoving the the cycle syncing workouts trend down our throats and we're going to just kind of talk about like, you know, what it actually is and, you know, some ways that you can still work with your cycle and, you know, just being in tune with your body and changing up your workouts based on your needs versus cycle syncing. So first things first is like, what is cycle syncing your workouts? So um, the idea behind cycle syncing is that you're syncing, you know, certain activities nutrition, supplements, workouts, etc. that align with the different phases of your cycle. So you can essentially, you know, optimize your hormones and feel better throughout the month. So in regards to cycle syncing, I am fully on board with cycle syncing as far as cycle syncing your nutrition. And I I have, you know, a whole guide that I've uh, shared with you guys about, you know, different foods that you can add in during different phases of your cycle that can support the different, you know, hormone fluctuations that are happening. But when it comes to, you know, cycle syncing nutrition, just because you want to add in specific types of nutrients during specific phases of your cycle doesn't mean that you can only eat those specific foods during each phase of your cycle. Like you can eat all foods at all times, but yes, you know, making sure that maybe you get some uh, cruciferous veggies like in your follicular phase and luteal phase will be really helpful so that when you your your menstrual cycle comes around we don't have as many like estrogen dominant signs and our pms is a lot better and our periods are a lot better versus you know like during your period like making sure that you're getting some magnesium and making sure that you're getting some iron rich foods and because we're going to be bleeding a little bit more and you know you need to restore that iron like yes all of that is super super sound and definitely helpful but again we don't need to eat only specific foods during only specific phases of our of our uh, menstrual cycle. We can eat those whenever. So same rule kind of applies with your workouts. Okay, so the idea behind cycle syncing your workouts is that you're only able to do 
specific types of exercise during each phase of your cycle. So just a little recap on like what phases of your cycle are. I mean, we've done, you know, lots and lots of talks about um, the different cycle or the different phases of your cycle. I know I've done a whole podcast episode on um, you know, how to navigate your periods for better periods, which you can go listen to. I know I have a whole guide on like eating for your cycle, like I said, and, you know, navigating your period. So I, I, I'm sure you guys have heard me talk about this and you should hopefully know by now <laughs> what those different phases are, but let's just go over them for a hot minute. So phase one is your menstrual phase. Okay. So this is essentially like the first day of your period to day seven. Um, and you know, obviously this is when like progesterone and estrogen are at their like lowest levels. So we're typically going to have lower energy. And then the second phase is your follicular phase. So in this phase of your cycle, um, typically like the lining of your uterus is growing. Um, you're going to have, you know, some hormone changes. So hormones kind of start out a little bit on the lower side because of your menstrual phase. And then estrogen rises to a peak before ovulation. And then phase three is ovulation. This is typically like when we're all feeling our absolute fucking best. <laughs> we're living our best lives. Um, we're probably a little bit more sensual, you know, that type of stuff. Um, and, you know, during this phase, obviously your body's preparing to release an egg, which, you know, happens when uh, LH triggers the ovaries for that release of the egg. Um, typically there is a rise in hormones and energy here. So, you know, typically why we feel like real good. And then the last phase is your luteal phase, um, which obviously is like your PMS week, right? This is typically the week before your uh, period happens, typically where you're experiencing more PMS, PMS symptoms. Um, you know, hormones begin to take a dip right here. So hence why energy levels typically drop because uh, your estrogen and your progesterone levels are dropping. Um, so, you know, typically why we see a, a more increase in like PMS symptoms, a decrease in energy, all that good stuff. So, as far as the recommendations for um, cycle syncing your workouts, it goes like this. So um, during your menstrual phase, you're supposed to only stick to like low impact workouts. So that's things like, you know, yoga, mat Pilates, foam rolling, walking. You might be able to do some like light um, strength training and then for your follicular phase, you can like start to amp up the uh, the intensity. So you can start doing like more cardio and hit and like running and swimming. And then during your ovulatory phase, you can start, you know, even amping it up even more. So like more hit, uh, heavy, heavy weightlifting or like boot camps, uh, cycling, cir circuit training, all of like the super high intense stuff. And then in your luteal phase, it's said that you should drop right back down to doing like some lighter strength training, some, you know, low incline walking, Pilates, bar, um, resistance, like I think I said, right, light resistance training, yoga, all, all of like the, you know, more chill things again. So my thoughts on this guy, <laughs> it's, it's really hard to follow a a program like this right because most of us we we want to keep it simple when it comes to activity and exercise right because most of us aren't doing a million different types of exercise 
come week to week. Like, you know, if you're doing yoga one week, hit another week, strength training another week, and then like just walking another week, like that's four different types of exercise. And I'm all for like having, you know, different types of exercise in your arsenal. Like, you know, if you want to branch out and explore and like switch up the type of training that you do, like heck yeah, right? Like we should definitely be doing different types of exercise, you know, whether that's strength training, getting something in for like cardiovascular health, um, you know, because that helps us to just kind of broaden our horizons. And, you know, when you have like that type of style of training, your mobility is going to be better. Your muscle mass is going to be better. You know, you're going to just be a more active person. But most of us don't have time to keep switching up our workouts from week to week, right? Especially if maybe you're more of a beginner, like you're just trying to get consistent with one type of form of exercise, right? So when you're having to switch between different types of exercise, it's going to make it increasingly harder for you, right? The other thing is that it makes it incredibly difficult for you to implement progressive overload when you are continuously switching from workout to workout to workout, right? Like if you're only doing strength training one to two weeks out of the month, like that is, you know, not giving you as much time to implement progressive overload. The other thing too is like, if we're only strength training two times out of the week, like if you're someone who maybe wants to build more lean muscle mass, you want to lose body fat, you want to improve your cardiovascular health, you want to improve your um, hormones, like strength training truly is the way to go as it encompasses all of those benefits. Um, And so, you know, if we're only strength training here and there, like not only is it going to make it hard for you to be consistent, it's going to be hard for you to keep progressing, but, you know, it's also just going to be hard for you to see the results that you want to see because, again, we're not being consistent and we're not progressing. And the thing with cycle syncing your workouts is there really isn't a whole lot of studies done on this. Really what how it came about was a founder of a particular um, cycle tracking app came up with this concept and then really what happened was that some influencers took it and ran with it and you know really when you're seeing all these success stories online whether that's TikTok or these articles or Instagram of people talking about you know how cycle syncing their workouts truly changed their periods and their hormones and you know their body type in reality, you know, this is a very small percentage of people that this worked for. Like, you know, one, we have to take into account like genetics. We have to take into account, um, you know, what their activity level was before this and like where their body type was before this. We also have to take into account like everyone has different hormonal imbalances, right? So yeah, for a second, you might need to lower your intensity like I am right now because I'm dealing with specific hormone issues that I am addressing head on. But at some point, I'm going to be able to go back to heavy lifting and it not be a problem. But, you know, when you have this small group of people who are, you know, having big platforms and sharing their success stories, that's a very small percentage of the rest of the population. Remember that we all have different needs and we all have different, you know, body structures. We have different uh, genetics, different hormones. So what works for some people 
might not work for others. So, you know, if you wanted to try out cycle syncing, you absolutely can. Like, I'm not saying that you cannot. I'm not saying that, you know, one type of exercise is better than the other. Literally any type of exercise is better than none, right? If you prefer only walking, like go walk. If you prefer cycling, you know, cycle. Um, If you prefer like classes versus strength training, like go do classes. Um, But, you know, it really does depend on what your actual goal is. If your goal is you want to balance your hormones, you want to, you know, have something that is actually going to give you results like building muscle, losing body fat. You want something that's going to also be health healthy for your cardiovascular health. Then, you know, train training truly is the way to go. However, as we head into strength training and like when it comes to your period, I know that obviously everybody's periods are different, right? Some people during their periods feel like an absolute fucking beast (laughs) where they like can go and crush PRs. They can, you know, go heavier, like they're ready to kill it versus there are other people during their periods like myself where I'm like ready to crawl up in a hole. Um, I, you know, feel really weak. I feel more fatigued. I feel tired. We're like, I'm not able to go hit those PRs and, you know, I might need to take some extra time off from the gym and things like that. So how I approach cycle syncing with my clients as far as workouts goes is I help my clients really learn how to be in tune with their body and make adjustments to their training depending on where they're at in their cycle and how they are feeling. So again, you know, everyone is going to feel different week to week in their cycle, you know, just because it's said that, you know, during these specific phases, you might have more energy in these specific phases, you might have less energy, that might not be the case for everyone. Or even, you know, if you have higher energy and lower energy on a week to week basis because of your cycle, you can easily tweak your training split or your training program to reflect how you're feeling. So for instance, let's say that, you know, during your follicular phase and your ovulatory phase, and maybe even, you know, part of your luteal phase, you feel fantastic. You are having high energy. You are, you know, ready to go and and you feel like you're pretty strong. Then yeah, like let's go crush it in the gym. Like if you feel like you can push till failure, push till failure. If you can hit PRs, hit PRs, like, you know, go and work out like you regularly would. And then, you know, let's say that we're starting to feel energy dip. We're, you know, nearing our luteal phase. We're about to start a period and like the energy just is just way down. Our, you know, strength is way down. We feel more like lethargic. Uh, Maybe the cramps are, are starting to come in. Then that's when I would say like, let's lower your training intensity and your overall training volume for that time. So maybe like if you're someone who's working out, let's say for instance, four to five times a week, like maybe that week you only work out three to four times a week. And maybe instead of pushing till failure, you lighten the load a little bit. Like maybe you go a little lighter with the weights that week. Maybe you take extra rest um, rest times in between your sets. Maybe you're not doing as many sets as you typically do. Or maybe we're just, you know, taking, like I said, an extra rest day or two and just going for walks or, you know, going on... Um, or doing like yoga or uh, I was trying to think of what I was trying to say <laughs> or stretching or something along those lines. But, you know, we we can absolutely like work with our cycle and tweak the overall just intensity and frequency of our cycle um, as we're maybe 
noticing some of those energy shifts and then once energy comes back like maybe you know it's the first day the first couple of days of your period are absolutely awful so maybe you know you move your workouts towards the end of your your period a week and those first couple of days you're taking just active rest days or you're just focusing on walks or stretching um and then you know the rest of the week you can go and hit those prs that's totally fine or you know maybe the whole week for your period absolutely sucks so that's when maybe we would just lower the weight a little bit and we would take extra rest days maybe again your period is totally fine and you can fucking crush it throughout the entire month which props to you i would love to be you <laughs> i might get there one day um you know and that maybe maybe means that you can push it through the the whole month and you feel totally fine it, it really just is dependent on your body and your needs so I would say, you know, if you're someone who is getting stressed about what workout is actually good for which week you're in your cycle or, you know, how am I supposed to progress and, and you're just feeling overwhelmed, like just listen to what your body needs, okay, and tweak it accordingly. So if you absolutely love strength training, you don't feel like giving that up, you do not have to, okay? All of my clients pretty much strength train throughout the entire month and, you know, like I said, when it comes to us having to taper back a little bit like I show them exactly how to taper that back a little bit or how to you know listen to their body make sure they're taking extra rest days when they need to you know giving themselves their grace that they need when they need it because that truly is how we work with our body and work with our cycle we don't need to you know reinvent the wheel we don't need to make it more complicated than it is and you know keep switching up different exercises because it's just going to cause way more confusion. It's going to cause you way more stress and headache. And we, we don't need to do all of that. Now, if you really like doing a lot of HIIT and, you know, yoga and Pilates and, and all these different types of exercises, like by all means, you go girl. I, I encourage you to do what you like. However, just remember like HIIT workouts, if we're doing those every single day, can definitely cause like some issues with hormones if you're already having hormonal imbalances, right? So just making sure that you're listening to your body's needs, understanding, you know, like what forms of exercise actually like feel good to you. Are you enjoying it? Like, is this producing the results that you want to see? These are the questions that you should ask yourself, not, you know, where am I at my cycle and what workout can I do this week? And if you have more questions on, you know, cycle syncing your workouts or, you know, like you have questions about how to taper your training intensity according to like where you're at in your cycle, please feel free to ask me. I am more than happy to give you some insight on that um, as I do this literally all day for my clients, for myself. And truly, it, it honestly is just the easiest way to go about working with your body, right? Because once you know how to properly fuel your body, for its needs, how to properly adjust your training protocol and your training regimen for its needs. It's going to make your life so much freaking easier, okay? So I hope you guys found this episode helpful. Let me know like what your thoughts are on the whole cycle thinking your workouts trend. And, you know, again, if you have any questions about this, let me know if you need a little help with, um, you know, figuring out how to work with your body and with your cycle. You can always DM me on Instagram. I have the link to work with me in the show notes. I have a few spots open for the month of October. So if you're needing a little bit more guidance with your hormone health journey, you know I got you. But until next time, I will see you guys in next week's episode. Bye!
thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Glow Girl Podcast. If you love the episode, please share the podcast with your besties and tag me on socials. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss any further episodes. And if you have any questions regarding today's episode, please feel free to direct message me on Instagram. I'd be happy to help. Thanks for listening. See you next time.